There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I bought some Oatly for when you were... Vi- 14 Oat Milk and Yeah, okay, fine. That's because I was. That's because you used to drink Oatly, and so did I. And now I've changed my mind because milk is so much nicer than Oatly, which is disgusting. And that vegan shit's really bad for you. And people have people. Yeah, it's tricky for vegans. But I have not opened. I have not initialized a, a, a tub of Oatly for. I don't know what those were doing in the fridge. Thank you for throwing them away. Okay. Mm. Yes. Are we all square? Mm. that you did not even respond to my brilliant joke about Keir Starmer driving a Kia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. I want to write Keir Starmer a letter who's, who lives quite near to us, saying, Dear Keir, it's about your Kia. Dear Keir is already funny. Exactly. It was, but I did it, we did it in a previous podcast. Um, what? Did we? So I just saw him driving around, wearing his spectacles, with two hands on the wheel, ten to two. Very sensible manoeuvre. I can Sorry, imagine how Keir Starmer drives. Yeah, he drives. A ve- he's a very sensible. Very man. very careful driver. Twenty miles an hour in the yes. twenty mile on his own. Like the only person in the world who does that. He was in fact going down Gordon House Road, which is the twenty mile out, very slowly was he? in his very clean Kia with his glasses on. With his glasses he's on. Huge man in a teeny teeny car. <laughs> no no no. It was, a, it was well. It was a it was a medium sized Kia. It wasn't a Kia Picanto. Oh, I thought I imagined him in this tiny, tiny thing. No. Like sort of Fred Flintstone with his head coming out of the top and his <laughs> no. feet in the bottom. No, no, no. He was in Mark a commode, family. Yeah, he was in a family sized Kia. When was that? Yesterday. The actual day of his virtual conference at the Labour, I mean, virtual speech at the Labour conference. Yeah, maybe. You're not aware of that, are you? You see, no, in the Kia, what's his name? In the Kia Starmer world, yeah. I, I, as a political beast and a very important comment writer, am constantly. Kier made his, I thought we were going to talk about the you know, Kier made his virtual speech to the Labour conference. He had to do it. The stress, there was no audience. He had to say, Labour is under new management, which made it sound like, like Bluston's gown shop down on the high street. Yeah. Clearly it was meant to. And it's all about, you know, um, you can trust us again and we're going to be patriotic and things. And you, meanwhile, saw him literally driving down the road and sent me a text saying, Kier's got a Kier. Yeah, but that's, ri- that, but that's what I'm here for. The details. It's mm. in the details. I am a natural <laughs> gossip columnist. I only know about the funny shit. Capable of writing as many as 90 words. As many as that. Well, I've written, I wrote 600 words this morning. No, I didn't. I wrote some of them last night. Anyway, whatever. Um, so I, what anyway, were they about? 
they were about how lockdown has made us all um, selfish and mad. And but with the, <laughs> with the new lockdown, all anyone cares about. So we were really compassionate about other people during lockdown going, oh, it's okay for me because I've got a garden. It's okay for me because I've got a home office. And now these sort of new lockdown rules being mooted, everyone's just sitting around going, please not the gyms, please not my Ocado order, please not my seaside cottage. Do you know what I mean? So it's so outwardly we're all sort of compassionate, but inwardly we only care going forward about the things that drove us mad about previous lockdown. So for example, I could do another lockdown again, easy peasy, no problem at all, as long as the children are at school. I wouldn't care about, I, honestly, you, I, you can have it all, but just, I need school to be open. Whereas for someone like my mum, she didn't care about anything, except she really, really wanted to browse the supermarket and talk to the checkout staff. That's the thing that she can't do without. Right. Weird, and this is a piece for T2? Yeah. For when? Tomorrow. So it's fine. It'll be in, it'll have been You've been, all the time you could have been thinking of ideas for my column, you've been actually writing your own piece for the Times. No, I've got plenty of ideas for you as well, actually. Okay. Um, on a positive note, this is the last podcast of the season. Yay! Or is it? Because the whole, one of my personal hells about lock, uh, about lockdown and COVID responses is uncertainty. Not knowing, so sure we all go out for dinner tomorrow, yes, but only if the restaurants are open, only if we're still allowed to have six people. I am supposed to be going to... Uh, Denmark to Copenhagen on Saturday night to film uh, an episode of uh, Amazing Hotels for BBC Two, which was interrupted by by the first lockdown. Uh, and we've got two more we're going to make, and they've decided on Denmark and Norway because at the point of the planning a couple of months ago, those were places you could still broadly go. We could not go as we had planned to Italy and Rajasthan, so we're going there. So I've booked it in. I've taken, you know, the podcast has had 11 episodes. Normally we do 12, but we're thinking, there, fuck it, let's just end it here. I'm taking a week off my radio show, three columns off. I go to Denmark, and ex- unless tomorrow, Thursday, which for listeners to the podcast will be yesterday, Thursday, so they will already know, but I don't know at this stage, they announced that Denmark is on the quarantine list. Denmark is the country with the highest R rate of countries not yet on the quarantine list, and its R rate is, is, is going up. So it, its R rate is not as bad as ours, but it still brings, and it, nor is it as bad as Italy or Spain, but, it, but it's, it's getting close. And they thought it might end last Thursday. The, 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 the possibility of going to, to Denmark. Now we don't know till tomorrow. So the crew who are already out there all have flights booked back on Friday morning just in case they have to race out. The following Thursday, when I will be there, we've all got flights booked on the Friday morning so we can all race out. If tomorrow they say, you're not, uh, we can't go, you know, Copenhagen's on the quarantine, it's, we won't go. Therefore, I'll be here next week. But I had- won't. I'll be in Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to go wherever. Or you go wherever you were planning, whatever you were planning to do when I wasn't here, disappear. All your secret plans laid late. No, waste. I was doing 9,000 school runs. Yeah, and I, but I, if I'm here, I've cancelled my podcast, cancelled my radio show, cancelled three clients. I'm sitting here with nothing to do. Used up all my holiday. Can't go away for half term. Won't be allowed to anyway. Uh, it's, no, it's nightmarish. It, so I'm still now. So by the time this goes out, we still won't know whether this is the last podcast. But I'm reckoning if we're here next week, Ben, we'll probably do another one. No. No? Everyone's sick of us. <laughs> True. That's I'm just... sick of me. I'm sick of the Should we, we even do this one? Um, well, I mean, we could, like, the last day of term, just watch a movie. Yeah. We just put something out. Okay, look, I do have... Um, uh, a thing to talk about. I've got two things. There's not, there's not much in the papers. Neither of us have had much luck this week. No, but as we well know, it's not the things of not being in the paper. It's a question of not being in the right frame of mind. Well, I don't know, darling, because you say that, but we've stopped drinking. I haven't drunk 
you know, I'm not drinking during the week, neither, neither are you. No, nor am I. So f- normally with a clear sober head on, we, we can normally get it done. But, but maybe we've got... Well, look, I do, I do have quite a fun thing for you today. Right. The Daily Mail, page 39, in, uh, in, uh, in their sort of diary thing. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I noticed that last week's scaffold noise, scaffold noise has been replaced by the dull whine of an angle grinder. Yeah, so it's angle grinder. But it actually doesn't really show up on the old... Um, it doesn't really pick it up, so... I can hear it. I know you can hear it. Does it put you in an even worse mood? spidey senses. Makes you want to hit the divorce button even harder. Okay, there's a story today in Sebastian Shakespeare, my old boss, Sebastian. Uh, television historian Dan Snow admits his inspiration is Indiana Jones, the Hollywood hero played by Harrison Ford. I had a little Indiana Jones hat and I loved it. I took it everywhere. He hasn't actually made it clear when he had his little Indiana Jones hat. Did he have his little Indiana Jones hat last year? Or was it when he was seven? I don't think AJP Taylor wanted to be Indiana Jones. I don't think Gibbon, author of The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire, wanted to be Indiana Jones. Is AJP Taylor the one who nearly had a fight with Lennox Lewis? Or Michael... Michael... (laughs) No, it's not... No, that was AJ Ayer. Oh, AJ Ayer, of course, Um, AJP Taylor. This is one of my favourite... It's my sister's favourite, one of her favourite stories about the weird world in which celebrities come together who really shouldn't. Why do they know each other? And Freddie Eyre, A.J. Eyre, the great uh, philosopher of the of the 20th century, uh, Britain's greatest philosopher of the 20th century, about, apart from Bertrand Russell, maybe. Uh, Bertrand Russell. Uh, so A.J. Eyre's at a party in New York in the early 90s. And... Um, uh, Chris Eubank. No, 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 no. Uh, Mike Tyson. Oh, Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson is, is there. So it's a party... Upper East Side, Champagne, probably Anna Winter's house or something. Freddie Eyre, the greatest uh, philosopher of, of the day, and, and uh, Mike Tyson at the party. And I believe Freddie Eyre is talking to Mike Tyson's girlfriend. Would it have been Tyra Banks or Robin? There's a very famous actress. Who's, anyway, he's talking to the girlfriend and um, Tyson comes over and goes, hey, you're talking to my girlfriend. And... Uh, and uh, and AJ, AJ says, well, she's a charming lady and I, I was just having a conversation. And he did I am the heavyweight champion of the world. If you don't step away from my girlfriend, I'm going to beat you to a fucking pulp, man. And AJ said, well, I am Regis Professor of Philosophy at the University of California. We are both preeminent in our position. I suggest we go outside and discuss this like gentlemen. <laughs> and did they? Don't know what happened no, next. No, I don't know. AJ probably trashed him. Uh, probably. Great story. I, I didn't have time story. to get my Mike Tyson accent it was fine. going well. I, I would think I, whatever Chris Eubank, when actually what was required with the Mike Tyson, I could like my Chris Eubank is amazing. In fact, Chris Eubank probably only talks like that because that means that everybody can do an impression of him and he stays in the public eye even when he stopped wearing sharp uh, and being Chris, a boxer. Chris Eubank the, is, is, was also a boxer, wasn't he? Chris Eubank was also a boxer. <laughs> he was also a boxer with a lisp. It's not surprising. Quite a lot of boxers have lisps because they get smacked in the mouth so much. <laughs> Uh, and Chris Eubank, I mean, Chris Eubank is a very elegant man, a very, very, very clever man. I met Chris Eubank once. Um, was he nice? Chris Eubank, a very, very nice man. Yeah, very excellent man. <laughs> Did he you went, do that impression yeah. in front hello, of him? Hello, Giles. It's uh, Chris Eubank here. It's like um, the impossibility of talking to anyone South African without starting. And was it? How was it this morning? Was it fine or was it not fine? We're all really struggling because our our, um, our kids. Uh, Sam's new teacher is South African. She's, she's not. Actually, she's from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. But it's very, very But hard. every time she says, Sam says, Miss said that I, I have to remember my football booth tomorrow. And you go, oh, did she say it's did really... Did she say it like um, this? Did she say it's... Did she say, Sam, can you remember your football booth? Anyway, no, let's not doing that. So anyway, I was doing Chris Eubank here, but really, 
Mike Tyson had a really high fight then. I think he's just lift up. No, how did he talk? I don't I know. I don't know. Anyway. I'd be able to do it if I heard it. But also, I, I got before. to the bit of the joke where, where AJ Ayer had to say, and I am Regis Professor, and I couldn't remember what he was. So I had to make up. He wasn't at the University of California. It was. You see, this is why comedians practice their routines. <laughs> we just have to do it off the cuff, and it's much harder. Okay, so now this story, so the Dan Snow story, just circling back to the Dan Snow story, I thought maybe a funny column would be... Um, all of the famous people you believe yourself to be as you're going about your daily life. Like whenever I, I mean, this is quite niche, but there's an 80s film called Outrageous Fortune starring Bette Midler and Shelley Long. And Shelley Long... Um, do you know where the title comes from? Uh, Slings and Hours are at Hamlet. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Hamlet, is it what you did about Shakespeare? So Yeah, they're actresses. Oh. And there's a, and she, one is a, one is a kind of, Bette Midler is a kind of brassy, sassy New York actress. And Shelley Long is a very refined actress. She can, you know, she, she does. Niche, too niche. Yeah, but can too I just finish my story? Okay, fine. Because someone may have re- seen Outrageous Fortune and it's a niche movie and they'll enjoy it. I think this, Bette Midler's okay. quite a big fan of the podcast. She should be. Me and Bette Midler would be such good friends if we met. Okay, so Bette Midler is a kind of brassy New York actress and Shelley Long is a very refined actress and she can do accents and she can fence and she does ballet and when and at the end of the film she executes this amazing ballet jump which, which Shelley? Shelley Long which saves which saves the world this kind of huge balletic leap she does across a, a ravine and then she turns around and she shouts nine years of ballet asshole like that and sometimes when I sort of pull off something I imagine myself as Shelley Long making that balletic jump over the ravine and in my head I always say nine years of ballet asshole and there are certain films that you know very well our generation does I don't live in the world I live in New York York fucking fucking city city. so go fuck Fuck yourself yourself. (coughs) big swig of diet coke exactly so that is the paper. The paper. Michael Sheen in... Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Michael Sheen can go fuck himself. Michael he, Sheen. Michael Sheen was probably offered the job. He was too busy carrying a cross up to put all but to show sympathy <laughs> with the miners. Michael fucking Sheen, that's not an actor. That's a fucking Jeremy Corbyn in silly trousers. He is more of an impersonator than an actor, yeah, it's, it's true. So, um, so, 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 so... Proper so, actor, our, Michael Keaton, yes. So, so, so our generation does know quite a lot of films off by heart because there weren't so many to choose from when we were little. So we had, we sort of... Listened, this has got quite extenuated, films. this thing, because if, if Ben's going to keep it all in from where you originally said there might be a column about Dan Snow thinking he's... Uh, I'm recapping in case people have forgotten what it was Falling about. Falling asleep, slipped into uh, a coma. So, so pe- I, do you know what I still think when yes. I run upstairs? Yeah. I still think I'm Daley Thompson. Because in the, the 1980 Moscow Olympics, when I was obsessed with, with Daley Thompson, uh, who was the great decathlete and breaking all the records, I used to sprint up the stairs in my old house in Crooklewood. Yeah. Uh, and I would hear Daley Thompson going for that. And they were like, it was nine, it was three flight, two flights of nine and one of four. And it was like, how fast can I do it? And I'd budget, and, and I still now, if I'm suddenly running upstairs to get Sam's reading book related to school, as I take off to try and, I'm wondering how fast is this, am I going up these stairs? Would Daley Thompson be going faster? Daley's about 64 now. <laughs> Probably I'm faster than Daley Thompson now. You know, is this quicker that. than I used to do it when I was nine? And there is, there is absolutely that. So you also, I also have the thing, if I can, if, you know, I try and throw a tennis ball to hit a jam jar. If I make this shot, there won't be a nuclear war. Right. Did you ever used to have that? No, I didn't. But that's, a, that, um, that um, Ben, you're going to have to help me, that very funny Glaswegian comedian, is he Kevin? Bridges. Jimmy Kevin Crank. Bridges. Jimmy Kevin Crank. Bridges has a, an amazing riff on that. That's a boy thing, I think. It's not. 
not a thing that girls really does really. But that so, so that's good. But also you you also if I have brush a, my hair really nicely. But you I also could... have a rocky thing, don't you? I mean, don't tell me when you're going for a run. You're, you're not like bam 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 bam. Okay, bam, so bam. I do have a rocky thing when I go for a run. Yeah. How about how the about first which... run in Rocky? If you bring it up, I'm going to tell you about it. Yes. Uh, the first run in the first Rocky movie when he's not really very fit at all mm. and he's a bit of a has been. He gets this crack at Apollo Creed heavyweight championship of the world. It's going to be the the it's Apollo Creed versus the Italian Stallion. Sounds like a damn monster movie. Uh, and uh, and, he, and he's in his this crappy old stained grey two piece tracky with black Converse, which people used to run in. Then he drinks when he drinks six eggs in the pint glass. Anyway, he goes off for a run in the dawn in the early morning, and it's too early. They don't even do bam 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 until later. I'll tell you when they do that. And he sets off and he flexes it. He just he wriggles his neck from side to side, which I'm doing now. And he and he sort of wings his arms a little bit, and he sets off really really slowly. And by the end of the film, obviously, he's going to be running up the steps at the, uh, Philadelphia. At the Philadelphia Public Library. Yep. And they're all, you know, and by Rocky 2, he's going to be running up those steps with the whole town running with him. Rocky. Um, but in the first one, he sets off in the, and, and, his, and his, his breath condenses as he sets off. And because I'm basically, however much I run, I'm only ever as fit as Rocky was when he was a fat loser <laughs> at the beginning of the first film. I always think of Rocky. Always yeah. as I set off. Uh, and, and then, and I wait until I'm halfway up College Lane. Um, just past the housing estate before I flick the switch on my iPad and it goes bam, 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 bam which is how I always start. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have a Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid thing, don't I, you? Can I move? I'm better when I move. That mm. one, yeah. No, it's true. It's the, so I think but that's, is- that's key. That one with, the, with, the, with Sundance, that is like you think I'm Clark Kent but I'm Superman. Mm. So the whole point when he's getting recruited by the guy uh, to, to guard the payroll... I'm not mad, I'm colourful. When you're out here a long time, you get colourful power, shot dead, shame. But he wants to shoot the, um, what is it? He has to shoot the coin on the ground or whatever it is. And just to see if he can shoot. And he, the guy doesn't know he's the Sundance kid. And then he says, can I move? And then he moves and he draws and he hits it. He says, I'm better when I move. It's like early in the film when he says, I didn't know, you didn't know, when the guy accused him of cheating at the card game. And, and, and Paul Newman says, well, I'm a, I, I can't help you Sundance. And the guy says, you're the Sundance kid? I didn't know you were the Sundance kid when I said you were cheating. If I draw on you, you'll probably kill me. There's that possibility. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that's... Um, you possibly... I mean, you probably don't have as much of a thing about the sting as I do. No. But, there, but anyway, there are lots and lots of, um, you know, times in your moments in your day and in your life when you, like Dan Snow, probably... You know, Actually, whenever I'm packing, I think I'm Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because in that first film with Demi Lovato, he goes. Besides, mm. you know what a cautious guy I am, and he chucks his gun into cautious the suitcase. Fella. Cautious fellow I am, is it? Yeah. And he chucks his gun into the suitcase. It's also got that wonderful thing when he packs the whip. Yeah. And you think, why is he packing a whip? whip? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that would be. Incredibly- when I pack for Denmark tomorrow, I'm probably going to put my whip in the suitcase. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So here's some things that I think we could try. Um, I think um, there is a way of doing the curfew the, or doing the new the new rules. Yeah. 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 Okay. Go on. So I mean, there there is there is so th- th- there is an intro about first the rule of six. Now the ten pm closure. They are basically enforcing rules to make everybody's life like mine. Mm. What? Hillary Rose has done that in T two today. This ten pm curfew is a fogies charter. Hooray. Fuck you, Henry Rose. Yeah, it's dinner at 7. That's a fucking horse you rode in on. <laughs> fucking hell. But thank you, Esther, for pointing this out. So oh, that there's been another nobody... column that I've had to not publish. Yeah, exactly. So... Okay, I've got a... Okay, I'm not going to... That's a shit idea. I don't know why they let Hillary write about it. Uh, <laughs> so, the other thing is, I think it's like the crapness of half measures. This thing of shutting the, shutting the, the pubs at... I mean, everyone would have written about this, but right. shutting the pubs at 10 o'clock. Obviously, people are saying this is bullshit. People just go home to each other's houses and yeah. spread it more. Yeah. It seems really... He's trying to do something, but... So, yeah. half measures, really rubbish. Trying to make things slightly worse by shutting them at 10 o'clock. Other half Other, measures you yeah, could do. That's like, right, yeah. for example, no more pints, only half pints. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, yeah. you won't be... Although, right. interestingly, the French house... Did we talk about this last week? The French, the French house... They started doing pints. Which is the, the famous pub in, in, uh, in Soho, which has only ever served half pints, has started doing pints, so you have to go to the bar less frequently. Mm. So, into the eight-pint glass. Right. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so other things. Um, you can have fish but no chips. Um, oh, like I went, to, I went to buy my little car. I went to buy my car at Car Giant, but they, I couldn't take it for a test drive. So, yes. I had to, so I had to take it home to find out that it's like a lawnmower. But it's fine. It's small. It'll do. That was, that was, that did strike me as a... That is a genuine stupid half measure, isn't it? You know, yeah. why can't I take it? I mean, li- I mean seriously. But what, what, I, what I love is that, that you, you bought the car anyway. Yeah, because so they've got a returns policy. They've yeah. Been... Oh, look, can... it was very busy. There were lots of people buying cars having not test-driven them. Because, like, very few people actually care how a car drives, which explains why there are so many Toyota Igo owners around. Because I thought, <laughs> oh, I'll get a Toyota Igo because they're so popular. And then I drove mine around. And I was like, ah, oh, right. So people don't care how cars drive. But you, and you bought it all the home, all the home. And you came in and I said, you know, this is the first time you've ever bought a car. And yeah. I didn't get involved. And you brought, you bought your Toyota Igo, yeah. regardless of what I thought. Yeah. Uh, and you came back. And I said, how is it? And does it drive like a... And you said, it drives like a hairdryer. Yeah. And, I, and I said, are you going to take it back? Because you had this two-day returns window. And you said, no. And because you couldn't face the drive back in the fucking hairdryer. <laughs> so they buy this car, admittedly cheap. What was it? 5,000 quid? Less yeah, than 5,000 5, quid? 5,000 yeah. quid. But you, they bought, they've sold you a car so shit, you can't face the drive back to return yeah. it. No, no, no. I love, I love my eye. I mean, there's a column... If that, you don't get the clutch quite right, it does make a really funny smell. 
But apart from that, it's brilliant. <laughs> but I love that you were complaining about this. You said it doesn't reverse up hills. It, we, and I'm thinking, it, no, it's you that doesn't reverse I know, up hills. It's true. And the, and the fact that you've been complaining, it's, unless you get the clutch completely right, it smells. Because this is because you because you went out to buy the car instead of driving cars that I've bought. You've bought a car that actually has to be driven. Whereas yeah. most of the cars that we earn, the 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 the, the I pace. The way. To be fair, we've got that the Land Rover. You really have to fucking drive it. Yeah. But um. But but a Toyota Igo is it's like it's three sheets of metal and a and a and a Magi mix in the. Under it the is. Yeah. And then and and then you you really have to fucking drive it. Yeah. It won't. It's got that. I mean, I got in to. to doesn't reverse uphill to go and try when it. I first turned when I first turned the ignition on in front of you you, lo- you literally <laughs> laughed out loud when you heard the engine I'm, I believe, and bear in mind that I'm the owner of an electric car so I'm used to a car that makes no, that doesn't yeah. even make any noise when you turn it on yeah. the sound of the air conditioning coming on in my electric Jag <laughs> is more thrilling than the noise of your engine turning over in that Igo. Yeah. Uh, and no, you turn and it went, and it's got it's got those seats which. Uh, what my seats in my Igo? The seats in the Igo. Yeah, yeah. that smell just like old sweat and rain. I, I love it. I love it because it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it's like, like sitting what? on a cardboard box and you no, sit there brilliant. with this steering wheel and you have this sort of hard, shiny little yeah, steering yeah, wheel yeah. in your hand. Only in It's only like London, one of the cars I used to make out of old yeah. fridge boxes cardboard boxes for the kids when they were like just <laughs> cut it with a bread knife and draw headlights on the front of exactly. it exactly uh, I don't understand how the headlights work and car on it just <laughs> if you be in any doubt of what it was car one literally, if they hadn't written car on the side of your Igo you yeah. you'd have literally well, thought Melissa, it was a kettle Melissa said it, it looked like a baby <laughs> <laughs> what? Melissa said it looked like a baby's trainer <laughs> <laughs> And, and particularly because you bought a red one. And Mary and, you, and Mary said it looked like a freshly painted fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> and you bought this red car, and he said it'd be really good because I can see it in car parks. Yeah, it is. Um, but there but, are so but, many other red icons. And, and in our road, though, there's all these kind of sort of black and grey yeah. people carrots and then a little red little red <laughs> Igo which looks like someone's just left an apple by the side of the road uh, and, and then a like, little shiny blue up but then well. it's got this hilarious clutch because the clutch is just a rubber band <laughs> that, 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 that connects what is a, like a big biro that they've used to, to make a bit which, which connects it to, to, to the, the, the clutch plate and <laughs> the, 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 the engine and so I went to see about, I'll go and take it around the block to see about this reverse right. and turned it on, it went. And then you go to take off, but the biting point is so high and yeah. so springy and so brief that you're sitting, you're going, my foot is coming up and up and up, thinking, does it even have a boing? <laughs> Suddenly poing straight into the car in front. There's no window in the car. No. Also, and also, my old Fiesta was a bit like that, but you with your classic... Um, don't say ladies or I women. Wasn't, or I nearly, and I didn't have to say, with your classic riding of the clutch, wore it down, right. which you will eventually do with the Igo, mm-hmm. until you then get about six months <laughs> where there's quite a long depression before in the thing before it goes kadoink and I have to go and get a new clutch for the, for the car. But they, they say, unfortunately, they're not making the Igo anymore, but we can take a clutch off this toaster uh, <laughs> and, and, then, and then put it into to, to, to your Igo. Um, no, I drove it around the block. It's really thrilling when you put it into second gear, isn't it? Yeah, you get the great. revs up to about 4,000 in first gear. Put it into second yeah. and it just stops but I just, just, I just, just find that you can drive it basically everywhere in second gear it's are you broken. allowed to drive it on the motorway or is it like a rock and, and reliant you know you can drive it on it's the, the kind I of car that 93 year old ladies and men are found driving the wrong way yeah, on yeah. the M40 in because 100%. it's really only legal to be driven around their garden but yeah. somehow they slip out of the back gate <laughs> and end up on the M40 going the wrong way I was going to see the queen uh, <laughs> Oh well, that's um... so. That's a column about your car. Now, really, there's a fun column in from by you in 
it'd be the bit they didn't want it. They turned it down. So I could write, how am I going to write a non-sexist column about my wife's purchase of the shit car? My wife finally went to buy a car on her own just at the window post-lockdown where you were, they're not allowed to let you have a test drive. Yeah. Well... If you test-driven it, what would you have done? I would have bought it. Would you have bought it? Would you have yeah. haggled, you'd have haggled them down to three grand, though. Uh, it was basically the cheapest I go in there. Yeah. I mean, I, it's look, certainly not a we go, is it? Because if there's two of you, it doesn't. The twingo doesn't actually move. Is that the, a thing? A twingo, yeah. But also that you, but you bought this car weirdly because. I'd, I on so, the school so, run, lots of people. I I really, really, really don't like driving a big. Okay, our, our, the Jaguar I Pace is not a massive car, but it's quite a big car and it's brand new and it's very shiny. And it's and an I SUV. Do not and, want and you have a thing. You bought the car it. for. I would say because you hate people in Land Rovers in big SUVs yeah. uh, you think they hate you so you bought a car which you think will make you popular with strangers no, on the school no, no 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 that's not correct Is it I not? don't know I do not feel uh, big cars being in a big car with the exception of the Defender being in a big makes car makes you feel like a big rich important man it, does, it doesn't it does quite the opposite it makes me feel very very insecure Mo- do you know what mostly because I'm really worried about scraping it or dinging it or getting into any kind the the I go I couldn't care I mean I, I don't I don't scrape any cars I don't bump or scrape or do anything wrong with any no, car but I, I do. never have so what an irony that I should be driving the expensive car around scratching it on things I know I know I know it, I look it's weird I don't know we, maybe one day if we go back to our shrinks we can get to the bottom of it but, but if you do want to take the I go back to the shop I can always stick it in the boot of the jack <laughs> you could no 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 I love my I go because it's just it just it's I just I just feel much much more confident in a small car I just do I don't know why because you can squeeze in places and you can park in you've got more options and and I don't care if someone if I if I bonk it also I suppose if I take it out you know on my own I should if I go out on my own I should take your car on the basis of your inverse proportionality penis theory the, the, <laughs> the, 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 which was I hope borne out by our, on, our, on, on our fourth date when I picked up picked you up in the Ford Fiesta the uh, that uh, the, the, the smaller the car the bigger the penis the thing is, my jag is quite large. So if, if, if people were going to make assumptions about my penis, I would say the jag is quite large, but it is electric. Exactly. And then I wonder, what, what would that say? I don't know. It's a whole new... My, 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 my sort of teenage or 20s theories about penises and cars has just been flipped on its head with the invention of an electric car. It is. It I mean, I've got I mean, a small penis, but it is battery operated. Exactly. But what if you're an electric whiz? I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look out, girls. It's a huge... That basically means I carry a vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> In my suit pocket. Now, look, if that doesn't make a column, I tell you what does. And it's is the news in the paper today. No, Monday. Uh, no, Tuesday. I'll, it was actually Monday, but I'm saying Tuesday so it doesn't sound too old. Right. Um, no, it was Tuesday. Charles, I mean, respect to Prince Charles. And he said his thing about um, how terrifying global warming is. He said, it's been pretty scary for years. He didn't want people haven't woken up with it. But this headline in the Times, Charles stars on his green TV channel. Mm-hmm. The Prince of Wales has launched an online TV channel to promote inspiring solutions uh, to help the world move to a more sustainable future. RETV is a visual platform for short films and blah, blah, blah. Charles, who will be the channel's curator, appeared at the opening ceremony of the Climate Week NYC Summit. This is just, this is just Charles's annoying letters in, no, in the modern age. Prince Charles's TV channel. Okay. Here is the schedule. For today. Okay, yep. So you see, where I, you see what I'm saying? Yep. This is just, and now I just need to know the, the, the shows. And the, so, the correct way to touch your cuffs when you're not sure what to do with your hands. Well, yes, but it's... it's, it's Signet it's, rings through no, the ages. It's, it's, you've got to make a list of all the things that, ro- that, that the royals are really, really keen on. No, so, or you've got to look at the TV schedule. Carriage um, driving. Yep. 
Um, Carriage driving. Top Gear, in today's show, my father has another crash on a... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that crash with that car, didn't he? So you do that. Carriage driving. Oh, yes, exactly. No, I'm sorry. I'm just going to the TV schedule. Um, David fucking Attenborough. Is is no one ever going to... Oh, Danny Dyer and Harold Pinter. Oh, I really want to watch that. Yeah, but let me... Oh, God! I've just found the best joke in the history of the world. (laughs) Sorry. On Prince Charles's... Oh, God. The comedy genius. Sorry. So I'm just opening opening the TV schedules to five... Seven o'clock, BBC One. The One Show. <laughs> <laughs> How could it be pretty, pretty, anybody but yes, One? Uh, welcome to One's Show. One's Show. Uh, one's show. Oh no, you'd call it the you would call it One the One Show. Rebranded one, as One's, one's Show. One's Show. Yes, oh, very that's a joke. Good. Hang on, One Show becomes One's Show. That's probably in the intro. You go a TV channel in which the One Show becomes. One's show. That's enough of a laugh. You have top laugh. As Keith Waterhouse said, make a good joke in the first paragraph and run like fuck for the finish. I would also like to say cheerio, everybody, because this is the last you'll hear from me for a while, and it's been and it's been wonderful. Uh, and I'm going to say bye bye now. You can find me with any luck in the feature section of the Times newspapers going forward, or on my excellent blog on thespike.com. I wonder how much of that Ben's going to leave. Leave, leave it in. God, we've got to, you can't just plug things that are on uh, in the Times, like my columns every fucking day in the Times. And also my radio show every Friday, 1 till 4pm. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's, from, uh, that's it from us until January. Yep, goodbye for me. Unless Merry we, Christmas, we, if it happens. Unless they bring in a quarantine in Denmark, I don't go to Copenhagen, then I'm around next week. Would we do one on the no, third circuit, Ben? No, no, Are we just no. going to end it here? No, yes. Really? Yes, Ben is, ben is indicating, he's shrugging, indicating nobody's well, what, With your time not being taken up with... Uh, right, I'm going. You'll I'm be not, able to no, go back to cooking your husband dinner from fresh food. Putting something on the table when he comes in from work. Yeah, and Merry Christmas to everyone. You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with me, Giles Corran. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Ben Mitchell. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on Acast, Spotify, Apple and more. To find out what I wrote about in the end, read The Times on Saturday. There's a link in the podcast description. And for the full live experience, tune in to my new radio show on the all-new Times radio station on Fridays from 1 till 4. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.